if you're going to look at your, say, 21-year-old and, God forbid, 18-year-old self, you would be cringing too, wouldn't you? I actually mm-hmm. found it romantic. And okay. personally, I won't change it. Personally, uh, I won't okay. love it. Let's agree to disagree yet. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're tuning in to the Nerdy Fans Podcast, the place for binge watchers and anime nerds that are young at heart. And I am one half of your happy co-host. My name is Ray. And my name is Glee. And welcome to the Nerdy Fans Podcast. Hi, Ray. Hi, Glee. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. I'm very, still very busy with the moving, putting mm. pieces together. That's why it was difficult to really put out episodes for mm. both podcasts, but still I'm here. So how are you? I'm doing pretty well, busy at work, and I'm just looking forward to the Christmas holidays after all the um, hours that I need to put in. Let's just say when I'm expecting to be winding down, Suddenly, things just rocketed way up. Uh, oh, is it so work-wise or...? Work-wise. That's something that's always on the back of my mind, to be honest. That's what's taking up most of my times if I'm not nerding out with my games or anime. So, at least on your end, you're moving to your new place. On my end, I'm just trying to make sure I survive until the Christmas holidays <laughs> oh. before relaxing much better. So... This is actually a fantastic distraction to be with you, my fellow nerdy fans. And boy, do we have a great episode today. So just to um, let you all know, Glee and I have been watching a great anime uh, called Apothecary Diaries. So Glee, would you like to let our nerdy fans know what this anime is all about? Yes, Ray. So this anime is a from a light novel series in 2011, written by mm-hmm. Natsu Hyoga and illustrated by Tuoko Shino. Then it got adapted into two manga series in 2017. Then recently in October 2023 was adapted into anime, which we are currently watching right now. So it sets a fictional country based in the Ming era, China. That follows our main character, Mao Mao, working as an apothecary in the red light district. She was kidnapped and sold to the imperial palace as a servant. And she's not your ordinary girl and main character, I would say, because she's, you know, not that girly type of girl, which is a bit slightly opposite or highly opposite to our favorite female character in Happy Marriage. But equally charming. Uh, uh, and then because she's an apothecary, she is accustomed to tasting or testing herbs, medicines, and poisons, which make her a very interesting character. And this series is under the drama, mystery, romance genre, which is an excellent combination. Yep, it is an excellent combination. And again, a unique anime. I'll be honest here. It's not the usual anime that I look for. In fact, I was, yep. In fact, I was surprised when you suggested this to me. I didn't think I would like it. So naturally, I put it on to my beloved two episode test. And wouldn't you know it, uh, my fellow nerdy fans, I finished all, at that time, all seven episodes in one sitting. For certified binge watcher now. Yep, I'm a certified binge watcher now. And the funny thing is, I look forward to Mondays when when the new episodes come out. 
And I am so looking forward to tomorrow's episode because I am very interested with how things are going. So is it Monday showing up on Monday in New Zealand? Because it's tomorrow for us, Sunday. So I suppose um, as far as the hours are concerned, I have noticed that it might come. I do believe it does come out Mondays in New Zealand. Either that or by the time that it comes out very late uh, Sundays, I'm already asleep or playing video games against Logic. It is, again, as you've mentioned, it has a unique premise. It's an apothecary that's the lead role. Her name is Mau Mau. She is very intelligent, but also has her own eccentricities, which leads to a lot of misadventures in terms of her life in the Imperial Palace as a kidnap not so willing attendant to the royals there in, in the palace so just a bit of background before i hand this to to my co-host apothecary diaries is set in a world that looks like ancient china and for the most part it does resemble old chinese culture now of course that means you have an emperor you ha- and he has his wonderful a harem of concubines, which by Chinese law at that time was a legal thing and in fact expected. And um, one thing that did surprise me about this, Glee, and I am curious about your thoughts about this, is that Mao Mao was clearly kidnapped, right? Sent to work in the Imperial Palace, sold off. Isn't that strange that a culture it, by oh, that's being led by supposedly a royal family or a, an emperor viewed as a god approves of his servants being kidnapped against their will to serve in his household. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, one, maybe just so that we have a story. (laughs) (laughs) And two, perhaps maybe the Imperial Palace originally didn't really know that she was kidnapped. I'm not sure. No, to be honest here, I'm just partially speculating because it does sound as if it's a norm that these mm. things happen. Mm. Because if you notice some of the episodes, um, the main character, um, Mao Mao, did discuss her situation with Lord Jinshi, um, the main guy, who I'm not really fond of, to be honest. Which we'll we can more. talk about later. We will talk about later. Um, and the guy was like, oh, so the reason why you hid your abilities is because you just didn't want um, half of your or that extra pay you're supposed to get to go to your kidnappers. So it's the way they speak, um, fellow nerdy fans, is that it's a, it's an acceptable thing. Now, again, as I mentioned earlier, this anime is based off ancient China. So I would really appreciate it if you can drop your comments in our social media. And maybe if you know a thing or two about um, ancient Chinese culture, maybe you have some tidbits that we could learn from, all right, regarding the situation. It's interesting, Ray, that you've mentioned about that because... Every end of the intro song, they yep. actually put that this is not based like to cut to make, I guess, for legal reasons as yep. well. Yeah, that this is a work of fiction and it doesn't resemble any real characters whatsoever. So, yeah. Yep. Now, bit of tidbit as well. And this is really exposing me as a nerd with um, little to no social life sometimes. But there's actually a history towards that kind of disclaimer that wow. it appears to you really have a fun fact. <laughs> yep, to really protect the producers who might accidentally 
um, create work that resembles partially real life, or they base it on real life but no malice, but somebody just wants to leech off them. But that's a tidbit for another time, and I won't commit to that being 100%, but that's what I've, based on my little research before, that's what it is. Now, speaking of um, the time and place and the characters, Glee, could you let me know uh, right now, who is your favorite character in Apothecary Diaries? The default, of course, is our mm. main character, Mao Mao. Yep. She's very, she's, she's a very good role model, I would say. She's <laughs> smart, yeah, intelligent, and not easily swayed. Like, she ha- really has her own opinions. And at the same time, she tries to even hold back so that she won't get in trouble. Yeah. But aside from Mao, I actually like the main guy. <laughs> Somehow I'm not surprised, but go on. <laughs> yes, because and I, I didn't really read the light novel nor the manga, so I'm just here to speculate. Um, but later on that, but yes, I, I like him because he actually is like hardworking in a way. Yep. He does his job well, and of course, he's very charming. Aside from the looks, mm-hmm. I think he's very charming. And again, which goes to the tsundere character that <laughs> women like. Oh, so, man. Well, yeah, and yeah, and of course, he's handsome. And I like that he is able to, he tries to hide his real identity, which mm. makes it very mysterious. Right. And you know what? Of course, your opinion, once justified, is, is valid. I do have my thoughts. And again, my fellow nerdy fans, I'm sure you realize by now, and I've never hidden from it. I have my biases, and I have my likes and dislikes. I'll begin with the likes. Of course, I share Glee's opinion about the main character, Mau Mau. She is, in fact, my favorite character in the anime, and she's not hard to like. And why not? A, she's actually very intelligent. B, very dedicated to her craft. She knows what she's doing. She know she knows as well in that in her situation, it's actually best to blend in and not really stand out to enhance her survivability. However, of course, we won't as Glee made have mentioned earlier. This is an anime. It needs a story, so there are some things that must happen to uh, make sure uh, the story progresses. Now, for starters, of course, the, one of the reasons Mao Mao to remain anonymous is because her contract roughly is three years, if I'm not mistaken. And if she survives that, she goes home free. Now, what happens is her talent as an apothecary is discovered because she was just a regular serving maid there, right? And they thought that she was illiterate. When they found out about her talents, she quickly rose the ranks and became one of the ladies-in-waiting for perhaps the main concubine of the emperor. Now, Is she the main, though? That lady, the pink? Haired lady, was she the main? There are four mains. Yeah, yep. But of course, if you're gonna look at it, she's the one with she's the one with the child, right? No, there was another lady. There that... was another, yep, that is true. However, her position, if you notice, might have gone down because n- I'm apologize for the spoilers, my fellow nerdy fans. Uh, you can blame my co-host, <laughs> but the reason why she lost her position. Or more or less looked like she lost her position because her child died. And unfortunately, and I'm sure you've watched other uh, forms of media about royals in the Middle Ages and how important having an heir is and whatnot. 
You lose that air, so that's your influence, right? But the air, the kid, sorry, I'm now diverting. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that one later. Okay. Yep. <laughs> no worries. And look, I get where you're com- I get where you're coming from there. But then again, um, if we're gonna move a little bit forward as well as to why I may not be in favor of Master Jinshi, main guy. Again, it's my own personal bias. Uh, my fellow nerdy fans, here's the reality, and some people just need to be reminded of reality. I'm a guy. Glee is a girl. So she ha- she probably swoons over guys like that. Nothing wrong about it. As a guy, as a nerd who likes to keep to himself, I don't really have a soft spot for people, for guys who like to flaunt their... To, to flaunt their looks like that in a very extroverted manner. Not really fun of those kinds of people. And I'm like, of course, a girl like Mau Mau, who in some ways I could relate to, who, who just likes to keep with herself. Yeah, people like those need to, sorry, need to stay in their corner, seal themselves shut, and have their alone time. And we want them to have their alone time so that they will learn to suffer because we know that they just want to talk to other people. <laughs> So, as mean as we sound, stay away, right? No, I didn't get that part. Okay, first I want to address what you... Okay, this is not <laughs> me trying to um, defend Jinshi, but I don't think he's flaunting his beauty. I Ooh. don't think he uses it. He knows that he's beautiful. He knows, of course, he tries to mm-hmm. even seduce uh-huh. Mama, But... I think like the real him is not really, he's much more of a playful person. But again, we maybe I have my biases as well, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, but I just feel like he just knows that he's beautiful and, but he's not really over exerting it. I even feel that he's not um, trying too hard. He may not look like that, like trying too hard and whatnot. But remember, apart from just him knowing that he's beautiful, he actively uses it, A, for his job. He did mention that in one episode. And again, I'm sorry for spoilers, my fellow nerdy fans. Blame my co-host. But it's part of his job as well. All right, I'll admit that. It's part of his job to do that, to reveal concubines who may not be as loyal to their emperor as they should be. Again, forgive me for that spoiler. That being said, for you to actually do that, and he does look like he's enjoying it, does look like he wants to take advantage of people based on their beauty. I'm glad people like Mau Mau exist to put him in his place. And it is so funny when he's being put in his place. Sadly, like most anime characters or anime that has situations like those, he seemed to enjoy it, doesn't he, Glee? And the viewers as well enjoy the banter and their chemistry. Yep. And exactly. And look, it makes for great anime. It makes for great television. Not complaining about that. It's always great when you have those kinds of characters that one on one spectrum, he's being loved. On another spectrum, he's being found annoying. Look, it's, it's awesome. And that's part of the reason, if not probably one of the main reasons why we continue to watch that anime is to see what they're going to be up next. I am curious, though, if we're going to dial it down and bring it a little bit to the real world. Glee, let's say in your younger years and a guy like Jinshi approach you in such a manner would you be cringing like mau mau or would you be one of the concubines who'd be the first ones to say yes yeah yeah i mean in real life of course it doesn't really work in real life like 
Yeah, it doesn't work at all in real life. <laughs> yeah, maybe because as you mentioned, it's dialed up. But maybe if it's dialed down a little bit, and then yeah, maybe it will work. But with that level, I don't think. And it, yeah, it's cringe. <laughs> so, fellow nerdy fans, as you have heard it on this podcast, my co-host has said it's cringe. But look, she's right. Real world versus anime world are two different things. And I'll admit it. And look, guys, especially the guys, we love saying this to perhaps to girls like my co-host. But let's be honest here. We are most likely to simp for anime girls, aren't we? So look, let's just be honest with ourselves. Jinshi was made for women. Mao Mao was made for guys like me. I'm biased. There we Wait, go. Okay, <laughs> so, so in real life then, if there is a girl like Mao Mao, or if there is a girl like, I forgot her name from My Happy Marriage, Mio. Between Mio and Mao Mao in real life, which would you go for? Ooh, that is a very, very good question. And quite honestly, it will make me think. I might be interested in Mao Mao. But really? based on her, here's where um, we need to navigate a little carefully. You have to observe first if the girl likes you. Mao Mao looks like a girl who doesn't want to be pursued. Um, that's a reality right there. Or if you do pursue either of them, chances are who among them would be willing to date, say, a nice guy? Mao Mao would back off regardless of the guy's attitude, I think. And Mio would be willing to give herself to some who would mean her well. So I suppose if I'm going to be honest, I'd go for Mio. Mao Mao intrigues me. So men, Mao Mao intrigues me. Yeah. And then there you have it. A uh, man just goes for... Whoever likes them. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Because remember, just like other human beings, just because somebody likes you, you have to like them back. And I'm pretty sure myself, yourself, and our fellow nerdy fans, and all in between, and all in between have probably denied women, men, or whatever, not because they were awful people, they just didn't like them. For whatever reason, right? It doesn't matter if I'm going to do it personally, my fellow nerdy fans. Just because a girl would like me, it's not enough. It's really not enough. I need to like them back. And it's easy for me to say no, honestly. I feel like it depends on where I am at my life. Depends if I'm trying to find the one or just dating. Mm. dating. So there, mm. there are differences because... I have to say, when I was younger, I would go for maybe like the cool tsundere guys. I, mm. I would like them. But older, like you want to settle down and stuff, I wouldn't go for those type of guys. So again, it's different stages in life, I'd say. Indeed. And I accept that. And I'm sure, fellow nerdy fans, if you're watching this, you're probably within our age bracket <laughs> with Glee. So if you've had your life experience. You've had your... You'd have your journeys, you'd have your, you have your direction now, more or less, on what you're looking in life. And be honest with me, and be honest with all of us, and be honest with yourself. If you're going to look at your, say, 21-year-old, and God forbid, 18-year-old self, you would be cringing too, wouldn't you? That is the truth. Now, speaking of who you like, or who guys simp for, or whatnot, Glee. There are four main concubines in, in Apothecary Diaries that all report to the Emperor and try to give him an heir, if they're lucky. Who is your favorite? 
It's easy because the, the, I forgot her name, but the concubine that Mau Mau is the lady in waiting for, the one with mm. pink hair. Because oh, yes, she's, yes. She's so cool. Like, yep. I feel like she's so cool. Not only because that she's a main character or any, or main concubine yep. there out of the four, but if you look at the other three concubines, the other one was, the other one was a, the small lady, which is falling for Jin. Oh, no, I'm now spoiling. <laughs> this spoiler territory. Okay, I will stop there, but this spoiler territory. So, yeah, basically, not only because she's the main character, aside from that, and I don't even include that in my criteria, but it's more of that she's quite like cool and she's confident with herself. And I guess also, she's also beautiful like there was a yes. comment with, during the, one of the episodes that she has like the jade eyes and yeah. very considered very beautiful at the time and at some point i thought is she like foreigner because hmm. i don't know did they depict her as a foreigner in there i don't know what do you think first and foremost the way i see it it's anime i know but yep <laughs> so look guys um again it's just based off um of ancient China. We know our animes. We love our animes having the pink, red, green, purple hair, blue haired um, women or men, right? Yep. Um, that's what Glee meant with um, concubine uh, Gyokuyo. So she is known to be really beautiful in with her hair color and her jade green eyes. So much so that they say that crimson looks best on her and she's the best in the kingdom to wear crimson. So that's why, and I will admit it, she is, in fact, mine and many others' favorite concubine. She's, I would say she's down to earth, actually. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, that's, I think, the words that come into my mind when we describe her. And she's also, um, she and herself um, is, I find, humble. Because, again, not to try to spoil you too much, like my um, great co-host, but um, there was a situation wherein their lives were in danger. And of the four concubines, only she listened to reason from Mau Mau. And that's why things became better for them, right? So that's one of the reasons. Now, if I'm just going to dial down my analysis brain and just go straight to me being primal guy, I suppose my favorite concubine would probably be... And don't think wrongly of me, I will... Just as a disclaimer, I will warp myself into my 14-year-old self, which means I can say that as far as looks are concerned, I can go with that youngest one, which is uh, concubine uh, Li Shu. Mm. And the reason why is because I do like short women. Mm. And I've mentioned that so many times on this podcast. And Other Mama than is that, also short, right? Yeah. Yes, thank you for making that connection. That is a fact. And that's why I do find these women attractive. But again, if I'm going to go back to that kind of reasoning that I discussed earlier with you, Glee. It's always important to go for the ones like you. Don't try to force yourself into someone. You could go to jail for that, uh, fellow nerdy fans, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, if you go by reason, the concubine Gyokuyo and yep. the other one, or but you said that you dialed down to your 14-year-old self, but yes. is it really... Did you really dial down? <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> uh, fellow nerdy fans, I have no plans of ever ending ah, up in yeah, prison. Yeah, yeah, the age. You considered the age. Is that what you mean? 
I do consider okay, the age, okay. which is why if I was to choose between her and Mao Mao, I would choose Mao Mao for very logical reasons. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I get what you mean. I mean, I actually didn't get what you implied. So that's why that I thought that it's just because that right now you don't go for the looks, but when you were a kid also, you went for the looks. So aside yep. from that, you may, you mean, is that the implication? That is the implication, okay. yes, because I'll always admit this, my fellow nerdy fans. Looks are still important to me and to to all guys. They'll be lying to you if they say no. They said <laughs> no. We just want to make sure that we see if the beautiful girl looks looks young. We want to see the IDs, please. Yes, yes. Oh, fun fact. This is a funny story. So when I had, it wasn't a date, but when I had lunch with my husband, when we mm. were colleagues, but ex-colleagues, basically, <laughs> he asked for my age. See? <laughs> yeah. See, um, fellow nerdy fans? And that's why they say Asians never age. That's a good part. Yes, that's a good part. Yes. But is there a, which concubine? I, mean, I guess it might be very easy to answer, but what the hell? So which concubine do you prefer least then? Now that is a very that is a very strange not strange question but I'll be honest I haven't really thought about it <laughs> truthfully because uh, the reality is you don't see much about that the eldest concubine and a concubine that with blue hair I'm not entirely sure of her name I think it was yep Li Hua she had her situation and again this is me being forced to spoil a bit of the story. She was sick for a lot of times that you see her. So how she really is, you don't really get much of it. However, and this is where I might segue a little bit, I like her ladies and waitings the least. Yeah. Because of how arrogant they are. Yeah. So yeah. that's that I can clearly say. But I firmly believe that it comes from the top. The there's a saying that yep. even in organizations that it's from no, the culture comes from the top, so yeah. Yep, I won't deny that. Um, again, fellow nerdy fans, Glee and I have been through life. Probably so have you. So that's a fact that uh, a lot of things, bad or good, comes from the top. But if you watch the anime, and I'm not going to spoil it, you'll realize that there's one concubine right there who unfortunately is, uh, even if she is supposed to be on the top, is sadly being harassed by those below her. But... That's for you to watch, all right? Yeah, yeah. Great one, Ray. And but so far, what's your favorite episode? Comes to mind. No, oh, I. To be honest, I forgot the number. Yeah, but, yeah, but just the yeah, situation and just situation. with less spoilers. With less spoilers. Oh, now that's going to be very hard because mm-hmm. uh, the, one of the main reasons why I like this episode is has something to do with Mao Mao's real looks. Okay. Yep. So again, this is also partially me being a guy, but you there is an episode wherein you will see, and so does Master Jin CC, Mao Mao's true beauty. So much so that it's a jaw drop. In fact, jaw drop is a very nice way of putting it because I think on the following episode wherein that beauty might have been misunderstood, it caused what a lot in the internet say it broke a Master Jin Shi. So I will not spoil it, Glee. I will not spoil it. But I think you know which episode yes. had that last scene, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What about you? 
My favorite one, I really didn't think about it, but because as the same as you, like I was watching it full straight. The one that came to mind is one of the earlier episodes because mm. that was a time that I realized that, oh, this show is up my alley because it's more of a mystery type mm. of show. How I love yep. my murder mysteries and such. So I think it was maybe episode three or something um, when she, about the powder, let's just yep. say that. Ah, so, about the powder. Yeah, yeah, I think that was like, oh, this is up my alley because fellow nerdy fans, if you are a big fan of murder mysteries, whether anime or real life, this is something that you will really like. And of course, and the added bonus is the romance. And of course, the animation is really good. Yep, it is extremely good, especially when the, and I don't often say this, if I'm just going to again revert to man mode, when the um, concubines are glammed up because they are part of royalty, they can get glammed up. The makeup, the way that it's being done, really great. They poured a lot of money into this, didn't they? Mm. And to go back to your words regarding this anime being a great murder mystery and whatnot, oh yes, it actually is, uh, my fellow nerdy fans. And that's exactly why you yourself would probably fall in love with Mao Mao because of the way she deduces the situation, the way she approaches the situation, the way she resolves the situation, despite an irritating guy right next to her. It's, it's wonderful. He is a distraction, Glee. I know that look. So, see? That proves how good Mao Mao Mau is. And again, just like my happy marriage, my fellow nerdy fans, Take it from me, it is a good watch. I binged watch it. Glee binge watch it. And I have a feeling so would you. Okay, and then Ray, so I think we didn't really touch on this yet. Mm. So you did mention mm. in our previous chats before this yep. episode yep. came about that you preferred Gaoshen over Jinshi, which Gaoshen is, but my fellow nerdy fans, is one of the characters who is the man in reading. I don't know, like the assistant of yep. Jinshi. So elaborate why you prefer him over Jinshi with Mao Mao. And that is a personal bias. Again, my fellow nerdy fans, that should be assumed forevermore. It's because the guy, Assistant Gaoshun, he's actually hardworking, quiet, observant, and he looks very strategic and knows his priorities. If I'm going to go back a little bit to another anime, say Naruto, think of him as a bit of... Itachi and Tobirama combined. Really? The, that's how I feel it as far as attitude is concerned. Very hard. I'm sure, Glee, it can be very hard to imagine considering they don't burn you with, with black fire. But there is that, um, that maturity, that strength, that, um, I suppose a quietness into them that just gives you direction. And I really think that if this was a, a bit of a reality, if the guy were to, or if there's, there are people pursuing Mao Mao, he'd probably at the top, be at the top of the list because he's just a pragmatic person and he's unassuming. And let's be honest here. And I don't know, maybe I'm just assumingly, but a lot of women would probably go for him too. Well, okay, I'm not going to spoil <laughs> the listeners, but yes, maybe there, oh, there was some kind of, not feeling, but indication that some women like Gaoshen's personality. Mm the story as well okay okay i can get what you mean so ray do you have any uh, particular storyline you wish could be better perhaps 
Honestly, I'm looking at the anime and I'm saying it, it's doing really great. I cannot think of something to change. I like how it's I like how it's pro okay, proceeding. Even at the storyline, not the general storyline or maybe a particular episode. Mm, maybe I don't want to spoil, but the last episode felt a little somber to me. Almost quite a downer when it comes to its pacing. So that's why I'll just say this. I'm looking forward to the next episode because it it looks more intriguing. The last episode was too much of a too much melancholy, I would say. And I would prefer something a little bit more lighthearted. Don't get me wrong. I see the value in putting uh, putting a bit of putting a bit of melancholy. But I just felt that the entire episode did not really suit the vibe of the anime. What about you, Glee? Uh, that one I beg to differ that, oh. with yours. <laughs> I kind of like that one. Although, again, with every other good anime, every other good episode, it's like you watch it like, oh, it's over. <laughs> I want more. But yeah, I like that one. The one that I would prefer to alter a little bit without giving too much away is the episode where there was a lady dancing in the moon. Mm, okay. So that, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, that part. That was a good episode, actually. I liked how they transitioned the reasoning of that woman mm -hmm. into the ending. I actually mm -hmm. found it romantic. And okay. personally, I won't change it. Personally, I okay. won't change it. Okay, okay. Let's agree to disagree, yet. <laughs> <laughs> In the first few moments of the episode, when they said that, oh, this is a mystery, so they laid out yep. what the mystery was, I was like hoping for a... Deeper mystery, and again, it's not saying that romance is not deep. That was a good transition. I agree with you on that. But yeah. um, I feel like I prefer a much more darker, <laughs> darker turn of events. But yeah. <laughs> oh, and look, my fellow nerdy fans, I've been in that phase too about wanting stuff a little bit darker. But I don't know, Glee. Maybe this is me overthinking Aging. it. <laughs> Aging, perhaps? I won't deny it, but I consider, look, I consider the last few years, and prior to that, we've enjoyed things like Game of Thrones, we've enjoyed shows where we look forward to the darker twists and whatnot. In fact, that bleeds its way into video games and other media. For starters, I look at Final Fantasy XVI, my favorite game of all time, and I can j really see that it was made before the COVID years. Now, I've noticed that people are looking forward to something more more hap happier. Probably because we want to forget, or not forget, but we want something better from what we experienced from 2020, right? That's why I was telling you that I really mm -hmm. like, sli not slice of life, but lighthearted ones. If you remember, <laughs> I keep on telling that these are the animes that I would go for. And mm -hmm. now, am I kind of like converting you? Are you kind of like a somewhat convert now? I wouldn't call myself a convert because I wouldn't just watch thing. Remember, I still can't get myself to watch Agatsuko, which is one of your favorite anime, right? My fellow nerdy fans, um, Glee mentioned. And there was that other anime where I just, I put it to the two episode test, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't get with it. The loafer one. Ah, oh, skipping yep. loafer. Oh, that was so, that was so good though. Yeah, it was like very, this, that was the epitome uh -huh. of lighthearted. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, my fellow nerdy fans. Put it to the two-episode test. Couldn't bring myself to, to watch more. 
then of then again will be me just being me i i did try to look at other anime which you might judge me for but i'm still enjoying um the 100 girlfriends that really like me i, I found it funny i didn't get to watch it yet really. actually i was I know. trying to and like okay yeah i remember i need to react on something but then oh there's still other things are pulling me <laughs> oh. but i i'll try there's a, so a Christmas s- break yeah Uh-huh. So you see that my fellow nerdy fans, when Glee suggests something to me, <laughs> I do try it. When I suggest something to her, she's the one that's really biased. You all know that now, right? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, look, again, what's on my category of anime that I I think Glee will rant negatively on, and I and that was just for the lols. Including another anime that didn't survive my two episode test. After one episode, I just quit on it. Again, that was、uh, our dating life, the inexperience, me and the experience you, or something to that effect. Hated that. Weirdly enough, I have a feeling Glee might actually like that. Really? I am not sure. I hope not. But there you go. I've been surprised more times than I can count. All right. All right. So Ray, what is your overall rating for this? Anime, which is quite obvious, out of ten, what is your rating? Nine out of ten. I'll say it. Nine out of ten. Again, m- maybe it's a bias. Oh, it is a bias. I'm not really a fan of the main guy character, Jinshi. I'm not saying he's an evil guy. He's just somebody I'm not really fond of. But the storytelling, the artwork, good God, the artwork, really wonderful, really beautiful, and and the voice acting. I don't know about you, Glee, but I really think the voice actor for Mao Mao really suits her as far as、yep. the sub is concerned. Yeah, yeah.、And、I, I、exactly. get what you mean. She, the voice is not that like girly girl as well. Yep, it just suits her. And look, I know Mio is the girly kind of girl that I would that a lot of guys would prefer or date. But when you look at Mao Mao, when you hear her, you're saying, "I cannot." She's one of those characters where you can say, "I cannot imagine somebody else doing your voice." That's the reality of it, and what else? Music again. That's not my forte. I can't really comment much on that. But you know, it's there, and I suppose th- that's why I feel it's a nine out of ten. Really. What about you? Ten out of ten. Oh, because, wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it has all the elements that I like. It has the、mm. murder mystery too. Yep. If it's really and it's funny. It has that mystery element, and of course the romance element. I mean, what more、mm-hmm. could I ask for? And also the beautiful art- artwork as well. Okay, and that's really good to know. And yep, and also, completely understand. If you remember、yeah. when I showed you the snapshot from Crunchyroll, like oh, twenty nine thousand rated it five out of five. If、oh, you remember、wow. that time,、um, yep, snapshot, I think I do. Like,、oh, yep, you really need to watch this. I was、yep. telling you, yeah. Yep, I think I recall that, and I was like, you know what? I'll give it, a, I'll give it a shot. And again, I was surprised that I enjoyed it. This, there have been animes that people say is fantastic, like Jujutsu Kaisen, that Glee always says that I need to continue you need watching. You need to rewatch it, and <sighs> yeah, I know, like it, it's hard to explain, but there was an episode that sold me to the anime. But the、mm. problem was that episode is like in the middle of season one. Oh,、so、okay. It's this. I feel like this is gonna be a long story. Maybe that's why. But because I thought the main character in the last few in the last two seasons, which is 
I'm currently at season two. The whole enemy is at currently at season three. Mm. I thought that the main character, or I guess he is a main character, was that why I'm always forgetting the names now. Too much, too much, too much shows. anime. Yeah, too much shows <laughs> watching. That pink-haired guy, which I yep. thought was like Ichigo, right? But then actually, so far, he's also a main character. But the the guy that looks like the sensei in Naruto, which is yep. Gojo Satoru, is the name of that guy here yep. in Jujutsu Kaisen. He's really actually one of the bigger characters that I never thought that he would be. And the arc is especially um, centered to him, actually. I thought it would Ooh. be that guy, the other Ooh. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, and the episode that, sorry, this is has veered away. No, but no I'm, worries. Go on. So the episode that kind of sold me that, oh, this is actually quite good because... So there was a present day, right? A present day, yep. which was which were we were watching in the first three episodes of season one, and in the middle, they went back when the sensei was in high school, hmm. and then so then there was the story that he has a best friend, and actually that best friend is now the main villain of the present day. Okay, okay, getcha. <laughs> I getcha. Look. I know it's a struggle to try to not spoil and and try to sell a show to a friend who was down by it. But look, fellow nerdy fans, here's my commitment to you. I do have time, right? I can try to watch Jujutsu Kaisen. A, because I know that um, it's highly rated. My brother loves the show, right? I'll admit that. B, my co-host, of course, um, suggested that to me, and I did suggest her two titles, which I'm sure would make her rant. So I'll give it a shot. And C, and probably, I would say, quite an important reason. For you, my fellow nerdy fans, I've watched Blood Origin. All right? The Witcher Blood Origin. Finished it. If I can go through that, then I'm sure... I can go through Jujutsu Kaisen yes, quite well. Definitely, definitely. Like it's even <laughs> like not on par at it. Yeah. Of course. Yep. So yeah, yeah, that's my commitment to you. Next episode, hold me to it, my fellow nerdy fans. You have I to. I will give. Yes, you have to be on that episode I told you about, Ray. I think before you make a comment. Yep. So that, no that, worries. I promise. Then. <laughs> yep. No worries. That's my promise for next for next year, 2024, my fellow nerdy fans. It's gonna be a year for all of us for gaming, for anime. I'm sure. I will promise that on the next episode, I will talk or dedicate some time uh, to talk about my thoughts with Jujutsu Kaisen. All looking right. Looking forward to that, three. Uh huh. Looking forward to that too. All right. All right. I guess that's it for this episode, fellow Nerd fans. Thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, if you like this episode, please share it to your social media, to your friends, to your enemies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, like and subscribe and do the YouTube things. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on the Nerdy Fans Podcast. Bye-bye. Can we do it again, the Nerdy Fans Podcast? Okay. Yep. And we'll see you next time in the Nerdy, Nerdy Fans, Fans Podcast. Podcast. Nerdy, Fan Nerdy Fans Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's still not. <laughs>